our faces or hearing our voices. Welcome to another episode of the Apple Tech Facts. I am your host, Josh Linen. Joined as always with me, my brilliant co-host, Mr. Seth Cruz. If you are new to the channel, we are here to give you guys the latest Apple news that you may not find on a main headlining news site. And without taking up a lot of your time as well as giving into some other tech-related news and tips as far as anything that you will need to know from a consumer uh, tech enthusiast standpoint. Getting right into it today, we will cover our usual Apple news uh, and then we will get into the iOS 16 rundown. As you, some of you may have noticed or already updated, iOS 16.4 came out this last week. I think it was on Monday if my memory serves me correctly. That sounds right and you know we'll be able to talk about some of the things that we've noticed impacting us mm -hmm. as we start to use the different features of the release. So yep. let's get right into right, it. Get right into it. First things first, happy birthday uh, Apple. On April 1st, 1976, this beautiful company that we love so much was born. And it, we are recording this on April 2nd, so it is only just a day late. Happy belated, Apple. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I unboxed a new iPad, M1 iPad Air. Oof. So that replaces the, the old the iPad one. 6 or whatever this was. I was going to ask you which version yeah, that yeah. was. It's an older one. So my, my Uber passengers are getting to enjoy... Some of the new features of the M1 uh, Mac yeah. or uh, the iPad Air, such as the karaoke sing feature, yes. which I'm gonna I'll, we'll save for another discussion. But I'm gonna tell you, the, it's really opened my eyes to how much an improvement is needed in the user interface if Apple yeah. wants people to use things like the sing feature yep. or showing the words during a song. It's too many t too many touches, especially if you're drunk. <laughs> especially if you're drunk. <laughs> and we live in a college town, so that's why we there had to throw go. that out there. So, next up, uh, WWDC 2023. The official date is June 5th. So that is the date that we can expect uh, iOS 17 and all of the other new software stuff that we can expect uh, to find out what is true on the rumor mill what's not true what we were expecting what we weren't expecting right and this is this that episode that we cover that just before it is one of the two times of the year where we cover anything related to rumors right we do not know we do not cover rumors on the show it's not something we do we are a factual based show so look forward to that here in the next uh, few weeks as well as some uh, wish list things and hopefully if everything pans out you might have noticed there's been a lot more uh, viewers and a yes. lot more going on. That's going to allow us or unlock the ability to potentially even do a live, live version of our show, a reaction to yep. the, what's coming in the WWDC. Exactly. So yep. watch for that in the coming weeks. Yep. Next up, uh, Automaker GM has decided to bow out of the Apple CarPlay business. Ooh, <laughs> wish I had a. Yep, we need, they, we need a sound effect. We need sound a sound effect for machine. So uh, maybe in the future, we don't know. But they have decided to uh, bow out of the AirPlay software uh, business beginning with the 2024 on their, Chevy Blazer. On their non 
gas combustion engine vehicles. So all of their electric, electric versions of their yep. vehicles, the EVs, yep. they've decided they're going to do a homegrown, their own thing. Infotainment that, system. Infotainment system. And the thing that really struck me as, Google, as concerning is they're going to use a subscription model mm. for this new infotainment center. So kind of following, I think, BMW or some of the others out there yep. that charge a premium monthly service for it. I'm, I'm sorry, but if I spend $50,000 on a truck, it better just do everything. Yep. I don't. I am not the right market, and I don't think most Chevy Blazer owners are nope. to be charging a monthly fee not for, for a feature in your car. I, I had a problem with the Chevy Camaro had the little uh, what do they call that in the in the um, rear in the rearview mirror where you could on star where you could call. Oh, yep. Anyway, it did it did a number of things. It would let you remote start the vehicle. It would call you know and and report if you were in an accident and do do different things but there was a as the satellite radio they were all kind of built into this 20 or 30 dollar a month fee and i really had a problem with that i did i did pay it but i'm going to tell you that i had a real problem they had, there had to be a lot of value for me to justify leaving it on for a whole year oh yeah absolutely you know it, if they are going to give it away for two years and and then get you hooked Maybe. Maybe, but yeah, you know, we'll see. But anyway, boo, because I'm pretty sure that having having the ability to do CarPlay and the new CarPlay 2 where it'll go across all the screens, yep. it's it certainly sold me and my wife on our vehicles. I'm, I'm certain it's selling a lot of people on their vehicles. Yep. I get I'm hoping that, it comes to my vehicle. Please, 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 <laughs> please, please, please. I get that GM doesn't want to share any profits with a third party. So I, right. I get the reasoning behind them doing it from a business perspective. Right. But if my my own personal opinion, I think we are going to see the executive or executives that decided this. In about five years, they'll be looking for new jobs. Yep. I just think it's I that bad right. of a of a decision that it's going to have a tremendously Massive negative effect. impact on on the sales of their vehicles. And it's not as easy to make simple software that's that just works. Apple makes it look easy. It's not. It's really not. And, Microsoft sync anyone? And, remind you of anything? And besides that, now developers would have to develop for. Uh, Google's uh, environment in order to make their apps work and we we've already seen that that works for some developers on the on the Android devices but a car specific one yeah. I, I think you know now they're going to have to go to GM for approval I, I just think there's a whole there's a lot dynamic section of that that could really be a problem so yeah. anyway when it comes out if you are using it let us know in yes. the comments we'd let love to hear about it yep absolutely next up and it's about time but uh it's not even fully launched yet but apple pay later has finally launched out to a select, select number of users a very small portion of users uh, if you got an invite go. if you got, if an, you invite. got an invite right yep. so you won't see it just yet apple did promise this at WWDC last year, so the fact that it's taken them almost a whole entire year, 
makes me wonder what kind of issues they are having with it. And it, but at least right now it is getting close because now they have testers actually testing it. They never brought it to the public beta testers or the developer beta testers Again, at all. I'm going to. I don't need it, but I'm I'm going to predict that this is going to be released to everybody at WWDC. You think it's gonna? They're gonna wait that long? I think so. I think they're gonna wait that long. But the reason I, I predict that is they actually created a a wholly owned subsidiary company that 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 they're one hundred percent funding all of the loans yeah. at zero percent interest. Yep. So they're not making any money off of loaning us the money if we're using the service so that we can buy their products. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a it's a smart move for them yep. to to create and, and I'll tell you Apple so I got the new the new iPad, right? Yep. Apple Care Plus they now offer for four dollars a month yep. indefinitely. Yep. And it was as easy as just Checking the, the box and in, in Amazon when I bought the device to say I wanted it. Yep. When I got it, it was already on the device, yep. already set up. Yep. And you can also go back, uh, I think it's within 30 days sure. of the purchase, into yeah. your settings. And you yep. can hit and you can subscribe to that. So, again, $4 a month. I, I have to emphasize this one pretty heavily. Use it. It's worth it. You have to do it because you never know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to spill on it. You don't know when you're going to slip on something and drop it. Or who's going to get their hands on it. Right. It, it's just that if they can do, let's say, buying your phone as a $30 a month you know, purchase, things of that nature with the Apple Pay Later kind of a thing, I just see a lot of opportunity for them to create a steady stream of revenue, of money of course. coming in. The, 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 the challenge for them is going to be when people don't, Pay on time when people have the device, but but become delinquent or just plain stop paying for things. How do you, how do you go about collecting yeah. it back? Collecting that, that back. I think that's going to be a challenge, yeah. and that might be the big headache that they're running into as to why they haven't figured that out yet and why they haven't released it yet. Right. We don't know. Right. This so, is just speculation we'll at this point, but we'll definitely let you guys know uh, what the holdup is if we are ever to find out. Or when it comes out. <clears throat> right? Or when it comes out, yeah. right. To more people. Yeah. Uh, next up, you guys may have seen it uh, yesterday or in the last week that uh, the weather app was experiencing some issues uh, where there was an outage on it. And according to Apple's system uh, status uh, website, it has since been resolved, but I do want you guys to know that the issues with the weather widget that we have been seeing, or at least I have been seeing, <clears throat> excuse me, since iOS 14 is you get data unavailable on the weather widget. If you uh, sometimes I get that pretty frequently, I've kind of ignored it and taken the emotions out of it at this point because I'm sure. over it. But that something issue you is noticed. not fixed. It's yeah. definitely something I noticed. <clears throat> Uh, next up, along with iOS 16 uh, updates on the older devices, they also do release uh, security updates to, uh, as well for those that are not on iOS 16. So if you're, any of your devices are on iOS 15.7, I think it's 0.1 maybe, but you have an update too. Again, we've, we've 
we've mentioned this to you guys before and we'll continue to do so but the automatic updates could mean you can get it in two weeks it could mean you get it in two days or two months we don't know so just make sure that you go to your settings and you uh hit that uh update now option uh that way you can get your security updates and you're not compromising any of your uh credit card information apple id information or device and I, information for that. and i want to say that 16.4 was available <clears throat> on the 8 plus and higher yeah i think that's at the 8 higher so yeah. this would mean that it was maybe like an iphone 6 seven plus or, six. or 7. Yep. so those those devices still getting security updates is pretty unique in the entire cell phone yeah environment android ecosystem. doesn't do that so if you're still on an older device for whatever reason just know that you can still get the security updates. It's yeah. a great option, and make sure you do it. I, I also recommend anytime there's a new update that's out there, if you're not doing it regularly or maybe you forget to connect your phone to a power source and Wi-Fi all the way through overnight, right? Maybe, you, maybe you're scrolling TikToks and you pass out, whatever. Right. <laughs> um, make sure you're backing your phone up at yeah. least when there's a new update. Yep. You know, I, I actually reminded all the kids, my wife, my my parents, I'm like, hey, make sure you do an update. And of course their initial reaction was, why did something happen? And I'm like, no, you Very should good. be doing it anyway. The, the importance there is when I got a new iPad and I had this one backed up, it was just seamless and it took minutes. Yep. And as soon as I connected to Wi-Fi, boom, everything that wasn't downloaded yet did yeah, download. Yeah. And the way that, that they did the update between the devices allowed even my passwords and everything that was saved to just translate over. So I, I'm just going to tell you that it's a great option. Yep, absolutely. Next up in, into the meat and potatoes of uh, this week's episode, as promised, the iOS 16.4. There was over 50 new function uh, functions added wow. to the devices. We covered a Quite decent a portion of them in our last episode. So make sure that you go back and listen to it. The title of that last episode is The Apple CarPlay Way. Uh, make sure if you want to get what we don't cover in today's episode. Uh, first, as we said, it would be released within the next week. Uh, last week we said it would be released this next week, as it was. Yep. Uh, so our timing was uh, accurate on that, and look forward to that on next ups, uh, next updates. Now, again, with over fifty features, we don't have time to go over them all. And, and, the you of time. To, and you wouldn't want to listen to a rundown. You can read that, right? <laughs> exactly. So, and like yep. we said, and. Like we said, we don't like to take up a lot of your time. We like to keep our episodes between 20 minutes and 30 minutes. And trying to go over everything is going to give us an hour. We're not going to do that to you. Even you even if you change the speed of the playback to 1.5, <laughs> it, it's still still going to be too long. So anyway, yep. we'll, we'll jump in and go yep. over the highlights for you. But if you're really curious about specifics, there are some, just, just Google it. There's lots of options out there yep. to, to see a full rundown if that interests you. But let's talk about the highlights. Yep. Uh, first thing that I do want to go over is bugs. What kind of bugs are we seeing in the system? There are quite a few in iOS 16.4, but not limited to. 
the AirPods uh, not showing up, not showing the correct animation. Uh, so if you open your AirPods case up, it should show that animation on your screen, and it may not, may or may not be doing that one hundred percent of the time. I will, I will mention that I had my AirPod case in the living room in my coat, and I was like, I wonder where my AirPods are. And I, if I opened it up, it could tell me that the AirPods were in the house. Mm-hmm. But when I tried to get it to play a sound or do the location finding, it wouldn't work. Mm. Now, I don't know if it's because the case hadn't updated or you know, if there was something. But I was like, well, that's kind of a concerning thing if it can't find the device right now. And so anyway, yeah. I... It was in the same room. It should have been able to find it and play the play a little tone on the on the case and right. or do the the arrow the that arrow. points to help yeah. me find it, and that did not work. So yeah. I don't. It felt like a bug to me. I don't definitely know. Definitely a was. bug. Yep. Yeah. Definitely a bug. Uh, also sticking along with uh, bugs. Bugs. Yeah. Airdrop and handoff are not working for some. I have not seen this issue, but I have actually seen an improvement from what I was experiencing before with AirDrop. So if I was on my own network, and I don't know if it was because I was on two different Wi-Fis or what, but AirDrop was not functioning the way that it should have been for a while. So So I've seen the improvement, but there are bugs out there. Just to let you guys know if it doesn't function. I have have some of the uh, original HomePods, and I know... Handoff is one of those things that's supposed to be for the new HomePod or the HomePod Mini where you move your your phone over it and it, and it kind of vibrates or taps at you and yep. lets you know. And then the song st- was playing on your phone, starts playing on the other device. It's working on the original HomePod now. I don't know if that's something they added. It could but, have been. But it, it's kind of cool it, yep. that it doesn't need... To be a new HomePod to work. Anyway, little little uh, interesting thing that yeah. I noticed. I was like, oh, that's pretty it's a, cool. It's a little and I showed surprise. you. It was kind of a neat little yeah. Pleasant little surprise because that you didn't expect that with the old Air HomePod, the original one, the first generation, right from twenty eighteen. So, yeah, yeah, that's good. Five years ago. Could that and that shows you what <laughs> Apple type does. Sometimes they'll surprise you uh, pleasantly. Uh, moving on, if you are in. Uh, Safari and you're trying to do a select all option to copy text it's gone it is not there at the moment I expect it to be updated in iOS 16.5 which is the next version it is out to the public beta tester 16.5 or 16.5.1 so that means that you guys will probably get it here in the next month maybe month and a half also, volume-related issues when using the side buttons on the iPhone and you're connected to AirPods. Uh, the functionality may not be working the way that it should. If it doesn't function, like you may have to press it twice to get it to go up once and uh, so on and so forth. I, I will say the one thing I've noticed that seems like a bug has to do with volume is if I'm listening to, let's say, the police scanner app, mm-hmm. right, but I'm in the Uber where I have turn-by-turn directions muted. There, if, if a new ride comes in, it's supposed to change the volume in that app right. 
momentarily yep. and then return the volume back to the other app that's going, yep. it doesn't. I have to actually close out of the app and then the volume returns to full and then yep, you can restart the app and then the, the yeah. so a lot I know of work you shouldn't have to do. I know people say, oh well that must be a problem with those other apps. No, it's actually a bug because it never happened until 16.4. Mm -hmm. It see it felt like a bug in the operating system, not in yep. those individual apps. So anyway, Agreed. volume switching seems broken. Yep. Uh, notification issues or latency and disappearing notifications um, on your uh, notification screen on on the iPhone. They're either really slow to to load, or they're missing some, or not at all. You can expect that to be. I have experienced that issue, and it has kind of thrown me off a little bit because I wasn't sure that if it was a bug or not until I did the research on it and found out it was a bug. So uh, you can look for that to be updated in the next update or fixed in the next update as well, as long as well as uh, some slowness issues when pulling up the keyboard and if you have reduced motion turned on in the accessibility settings. If you don't have that turned on, then you know don't worry about it. Latency also latency issues also connecting to AirPods. Lots of Bluetooth issues here, guys. Bluetooth is an outdated technology, and it 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 needs some help. Uh, needless to say, so it's not a surprise to me we're seeing all these uh, Bluetooth related. You issues. know, and just as a as an aside, there's a new feature for lossless audio in a lot of whether it's Apple Music or other things. But since you mentioned Bluetooth being an old you know, kind of outdated technology. Bluetooth headphones cannot support lossless audio. So if you pay for lossless audio in your music and then you connect with wireless earbuds, you're not getting the full experience. Now, granted, if you plug into, let's say, some some form of headphone that has the wire that plugs into the device, you will get the full quality sound. They're not selling you, you know, a a, a bunch of farmland in Florida, but but let let's be honest, they need a different wireless technology in order to really make that work. It's yep. not. There are some things that should work but don't. But anyway, Bluetooth today. Unless Apple does something with uh, AirPod Pro 2s and a new new version of Bluetooth 5.4 or whatever. Six, yeah. something. Bluetooth 6, I think, is where it is. But. So anyway, at some point they could. But right now, if you're using the, the wireless earbuds, mm -hmm. it, do, it, it doesn't work. So anyway, it, you won't notice it, but it's not as good a sound as yeah. you could get. So yep. anyway. So it shows you where the value's at. In, so that's in that's quite a few bugs. Quite a few bugs. But that shouldn't be a reason to not upgrade yep. because there were a lot of really good things that got introduced, right? Yep, including but not limited to voice isolation when you are placing a call. Uh, normally, before iOS 16.4, it was only on FaceTime. So now you get that voice isolation feature, um, and you can turn it on and off through your control center. Your control center. That's that function where you swipe from the top right. And I will tell you that if you are talking to somebody in a noisy background, the, I think the example they gave last year was uh, somebody running a, a leaf blower in the background yep. and, and it cut that out. 
it is pretty impressive. The the better example is probably you're talking to somebody on the phone and you walk outside and there's a gust of wind or a car driving by. Yep. Thing ambient noises in the background completely removed. Yep. Without you being completely removed. So yep. pretty impressive. Again, I, I I know that they work on the 14. There are some other things that, that weren't available if you were on a 12 or a 13. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know that we've tested this on our devices mm -hmm. yet to say that this one works, but it is a feature of 16.4. So let us know in the comments yep. if you turn it on what is your experience? Yep, we definitely want to know that because everybody's experience is going to be different. Yep. Uh, next up, and something that made me very, very happy, and I mentioned to I, I, I have complained to you before, uh, on numerous occasions about this, Seth, uh, through text message that uh, or iMessage, correct? Right, right. That the system data uh, storage takes up a massive amount to where before iOS 16.4 it was taking 25 gigs and up sure. of storage and I know that this causes a lot of problems for people that are running out of storage and they cannot update their devices. So, so with iOS 16.4 they actually cut it down. I still had to delete almost 4 gigabytes of space which was easy. It was just videos sure. and music and stuff but I had to delete almost three and a half gigabytes worth of space in order to update on this one yep. and and so if it if they hadn't done that I suspect it would have been closer to four and a half or five gigabytes of space that I would have been required so it really did have an impact it's yep. not going to reduce or remove it completely but definitely helps yep and in my case it definitely helped um, like I said I mentioned uh, it'll take up to you know, 25 gigs and more of your uh, hard storage on your device. It chopped it, iOS 16.4 chopped it down to 15. Yeah, yeah. So they gave us back a lot of storage, and thus my phone is flying through ProMotion like it's nothing, like it was a brand new device. Sure. So I am very thankful for that. You can now uh, don't have to worry about me complaining over over messages. Okay. Anymore, Seth. Uh, next up, it was something we covered over uh, the, on last week's episode was there are over 25 new emojis. Uh, so go ahead and pull those up when you get your voice up. You're updated. Um, as mentioned, uh, also last week, Apple Music also now has some uh, new animations when you like an artist and um, where animations are going from the top to the bottom and, and, and whatnot. So I'm not going to get too deep into that. I will just say real quick. They need to really do some serious work on on the user interface. I completely agree. For Apple Music. Yep. People know how to use it, and, and especially college kids. I mean, yep. we mentioned college kids using the heck out of it. But, you know, if you want to look at the words, if you want to know how to turn on the sing feature, right, if you just want to navigate around once it, once it brings up the full screen, getting it back to the previous yep. screen where you can see Huge all Huge pain in the butt. All sorts, of, all sorts of things that they could really improve. I'm hoping that's one of the things they're going to talk about at WWDC. Let's hope, man, because yeah, I, I have grown frustrated on dozens of occasions with exactly what you're with talking Apple about. Apple Music, yep. So, so anyway, moving on. Moving on. Uh, updates to uh, the Apple Books app. So now, 
a function that they actually had in earlier versions is now returned to where when you turn the page, it actually looks like you're turning the page in the actual book. So most people you read books on, uh, you're reading books on, um, on your iPad most likely or even on your iPhone. So that functionality is back and the animation looks pretty cool and I think they should have never taken it away. Next up, the wallet got some updates with, um, now if you have the Apple wallet as a widget, it will now give you functionality for order tracking. So if you have a bunch of orders, it shows you what it's going to be, when it's going to be arriving or, you know, where it's at, it hasn't left, left the facility, facility and multiple, uh, multiple order tracking uh, as well. So the other thing about the wallet was having support for real ID, which is the digital version of a driver's, driver's license. license or state ID, yeah, which is still on three states. I agree. However, I was in Atlanta going through the airport and at the security long line mm -hmm. they had signs up every so often that reminded people that starting next month a real id becomes basically a requirement to get through security mm -hmm. and i know that if you have a driver's license it probably already is a real id mm -hmm. but this is an important step that if they start adding real ID support in more states, yep. you might actually be able to go all the way through security then once they support the real ID or require the yep. real ID. So anyway, it was just kind of a nice thing. I went, huh. I mean, it's not requiring you to have a phone and things like this, with, the, but just that they're going to require a real ID means that we're one step closer to being able to use our phone when we go through TSA. So just something I noticed that I'm ho hopeful for that with all the changes in the wallet, yep. it's nice to see that this stuff continues to evolve even outside the wallet, but in ways that might help us. Yep, absolutely. And something else that's coming to the wallet app or came to the wallet app is actually uh, in with your Apple card, you actually have the ability to sort your transactions and your payments. Uh, so it's get a little bit more what you're used to seeing with your your online banking app on your phone that you guys have. So that functionality is actually kind of nice. Oh, and by the way, if you ever accidentally make a double payment on your card or you set it up to make a payment of ten thousand dollars instead of a hundred or something like that because mm -hmm. you missed the decimal point yep. there is a way to basically go in and cancel yep. a transaction including a payment yep. so you, you if you need it it's nice to know it's easy to find my wife was trying to set up a payment on her wallet and made a little mistake and and I was like, well, just uh, there's a thing in the app where you can chat. And they were like, oh, absolutely, this is how you do it. She was able to go nice. in. And, and it surprised me how quickly they responded and she yes. could figure it out. It's key that somebody that's maybe not as tech savvy could easily figure that out. That's a, that's a important piece of, of the wallet puzzle, if you will. Absolutely. So, yeah. yep. It's getting better, guys. It, again, they just started bringing all of this recently to the ios system so bear with it i know it's came a long ways now and it has a long way to go so it's encouraging if 
flashing lights bother you? I know a lot of you know of, uh, vets out there where if you're watching content it has some uh, flashing lights yeah. in it, then you know, it may bother you. In the accessibility settings, you actually have the option now to dim it to dim those lights on that content. Well, it'll automatically detect. Or automatically detect if you have it turned on. If it thinks uh, there's a strobe or flashing light, it'll automatically dim the device to not be as uh, negatively impacting as it, as it would otherwise have been. So that's a nice feature. Yep. Uh, next up, obviously, uh, something we'll continue to see is you get new Siri languages and new Siri voices. So you, uh, if you're... You have Siri set to Arabic. You may you have the option of uh, two voices now instead of just one, uh, and other uh, countries as well. That'll be that'll be expanding. Uh, needless to say, iOS or uh, not iOS, but iPhone 14 Pro and 14 Pro Max. You actually now have the ability to turn off the uh, dynamic island or, or no, I'm sorry, not the dynamic island, the always on display. Always on display. That, yeah. is, that, that is something that I took me a while to get used to just looking at my wife's phone because I wasn't used to it, you know, being on and I'm always type, you know, again, battery tips, make sure you're, you don't have it turned off too bright yeah. and or your bright, screen duration. Brightness to me long. was better, was had more of an impact. The always on display, yeah. hopefully it's... It's not impacting it too much. Right. I paid attention to it on my wife's phone. It's really, the impact is minimal to where you barely can even notice Sure. It. I will say that on my watch that has the always on display, it, it really hasn't affected battery life. But what I will say is being able to just look down and see the time or the weather or whatever it was without having to wake it up. I've, I didn't realize that it, I was missing that. And it does also turn off the auto on display when it knows that I'm in sleep mode. Mm -hmm. So when, when, it's, when it's nighttime and I'm laying in bed, my watch doesn't stay lit up. It actually Good. turns the display off. So there, it's a nice feature to have on the phone if for no other reason than the sleep focus mode to be able to turn that off so you don't have a permanent night light next to your bed that you didn't ask for. Yep. And that would be, I tried to sleep with my Apple Watch on and that the fact that the light would come on every time I turned my wrist, it, it was a distraction and it definitely, <coughs> excuse me, hampered my sleep for sure. So try sleep focus mode if you haven't yet, uh, if you're going to wear your watch when you sleep. Um, but again, battery life, right? Yep. Uh, next up, Siri shortcuts got a lot smarter as uh, Siri should be, anything related to Siri should be getting smarter all the time. And with this case, uh, Siri shortcuts, which you can do a lot with, by the way, with your system, but um, you can you now run a shortcut to shut down the device, auto answer phone calls, set the always on display, turn on night shift, tr turn on true tone or turn it off, set the stage manager, and now you can actually uh, change the glyph that, or the icon for the shortcut to match actually what the functionality is on uh, within Pro the application. Probably one of the biggest power user moves that uh, also was added to Siri shortcuts is the ability to control focus modes. Yep. And focus modes are such a 
nice thing if you figure out how to do things. As an example, when I get to work in the morning, it knows based on my location yep. to turn that focus mode on. It can do it by time, but also by location. And so when I leave a location, which might be earlier in the day than normal, it also can shut off that focus mode. Yep. So having the ability to have shortcuts that do additional focus mode things is a power user yeah. move yep. for sure. But something that if you're interested in, you should go look up what some examples, some recipes, if you will, of things people are doing with that combination because it's infinitely powerful yep. again for the power user we won't yep. go dive into it but you i'll know. give you an example for me okay. yesterday didn't expect this one it, this was a new one to me i knew like we were talking what you were just talking about i was fully aware of like I, when i where i get into my neighborhood personal mode turns on and my personal screens come on yep. on my phone when i get into my neighborhood so that that was where i'm getting off work right but yesterday i got in my car at like nine o'clock in the morning sure and it the maps notification came up and said four minutes to family dollar yeah they have a daughter's up until nine but because it knows my routines that i go to family dollar on saturday mornings because it's the only place that you can find sausage or griddles <laughs> for a dollar so and it's right down the street from my house anywho it told me that traffic was light it was four minutes there but those little stores that those little very detailed types of things are is what you can expect. It is it is absolutely what you can expect. Yes. Yep. Uh, next up, merging duplicate uh, photos now works across shared albums. So uh, basically, if I was to sh uh, if Seth and I were to have a shared album and there was duplicates in there, then either one of us could go in there and merge all of the duplicates. It is just a uh, an option. Uh, at the bottom of the screen, just like you would see for uh, like your deleted stuff. So, uh, next up, not getting into CarPlay or podcasts or web notifications because we, we covered that, that last week, yeah. and we're running short on time. But now uh, I will want to. I do want to get into. Uh, there's also HomeKit updates as well that you guys need to go and get. Uh, make sure you get into your HomeKit app, guys and make sure you're getting all of your devices up to date because the larger uh, home that you have that is tied to that is gonna have a massive impact or potential massive impact on all of your devices. And the, it's a technology to me that's new enough to where it could cause some massive, massive problems as Seth has <laughs> mentioned in previous podcasts. The only thing that I've noticed so far and I, I, we probably should have talked about this as a bug, is I had to actually turn off automations that did things when I arrived home because my shades would open and close, lights would turn on and off, garage doors would open and close, all just randomly. Yeah. And it was because right now there seems to be a bug, and I can't say exactly where. For a while it was like it, you... It, it only recognized you when you got on the wi on Wi-Fi and not when you were approaching the house. So they've had a lot of problems for some reason with the when I arrive home automation before. But it's the worst it's ever been. I had so bad I had to turn it off so that it wouldn't try to do things. It was great when I could just say when I when I arrived home, 
the shades open, the lights turned on, the garage door opens. Yeah, I had to turn all that off right now. Hopefully I'll be able to turn that back on again. But these automations for uh, your your arrival or yeah. departure from your home seem really broken right yeah. now. If you're deep into the Apple ecosystem, into the HomeKit system. Everything else is working great. Everything else is working great. Um, up, you can choose to update or you, you can actually choose if you want to postpone, uh, it. postpone yeah. it until uh, probably I would say this time next month is yeah. when we'll see iOS uh, 14.7. Uh, 16 point, oh, yeah, yeah. 14.7.1 will be the next release, so you can expect that probably within about a month um, to six weeks, I'll say, uh, probably on that. So you can wait about then to upgrade your HomeKit devices. Or do it now. But, or it do it now. If, if you're at a scale that Seth is at, I would suggest waiting. But if you're on a scale like myself where I have five devices, so, you know, two TVs and a couple of light bulbs, that's it, then you're fine to, to update and you shouldn't have to worry about anything. That's right. It'll be it'll be interesting to see what they do. I'm really hoping that, that they fix the bugs that we discovered and or, or talked about today. If nothing else... The, the home kit seems like one they would want to get right. That one might not happen right away, yep. but we'll might see. might take some time, but we'll know. And again, of course, we are going to uh, let you guys know. So if you guys are actually running into any bugs that we didn't mention on this episode, please leave a comment in the uh, in the comment section. I would love to uh, get all of them if I could. That way we can get out to other people that may may or may not be seeing it. And as always, please make sure that you go and hit that like button and that subscribe button. And thanks for helping us get above a thousand views we last a, episode. We got above a thousand views on our Woo. last episode, and we have hit the milestone of over a hundred subscribers, which Seth mentioned earlier. Right. We can now go live, so we're going to keep pushing, uh, uh, pushing the podcast, the YouTube channel. So again, we can't thank you enough for your time. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>